distraction. Okay. <laughs> the countdown is throwing me off. We're ready to go. And then yeah. it's like, no, no, no. It's like three, two, one. Yeah. And now we're rolling. We're <laughs> and now we're rolling. Officially, super officially rolling. Hello, listeners, and welcome to You Should See the Other Guy, the podcast where we watch a movie featuring a love triangle and attempt to tell you why I don't know if we'll do such a great job on our stated mission today. Why the no. person who picked a love interest shows clear, poorly. I think it's clear cut, but we'll Very see. clear cut. <laughs> Um, and, and you are Jen. I am Jen. Jen. Oh, thank you for reminding me, actually. I'm a a little spacey this week. And, and you were Sadie. (laughs) Wow. Crazy. Okay. (laughs) I am. So, um, I, and, and Samantha, once again, busy, busy, busy bee. She will not be able to, well, she won't be able to attend, but mostly I think that she just wanted to get out of watching a Netflix rom-com, which is fair, (laughs) Fair. but it's her loss. Um, so this is a new movie that I was just scrolling on Netflix and I happened to see it. So it's, it came out this year. It actually came out like a week ago. Like it, it's, it's a very, very new um, release on Netflix. Yeah. It's like and it tourist called, season 2023. Yes. <laughs> it's called <laughs> a tourist's guide to love. Um, right. I think that's what it is. Yes. It's a long title. It's a little, it's a little beefy. Um, but yeah, it came out April 21st. So not that long ago. We were recording this in the very early stages of May. So um, let's see. And the reason why I initially was very intrigued by it is that it stars Rachel Lee Cook, who was the star of She's All That many moons ago um, as Lainey Boggs. So, which, and it's, it's a great movie. So I was really excited and I really like her and I think that she is super hot. So that yes. was all the motivation that I needed. And also the, I mean, spoiler alert, the, the love interest is also ridiculously hot. Um, so I'll just dive right in and kind of give my five, five minute summary for this, but it's, it's very, I mean, it's very basic. You know what I mean? It's very, it's a simplistic plot. Um, and in that way, um, so Rachel Lee Cook plays Amanda. Amanda is a travel agent, question mark. I think that's what she does. She works for a company called Tourista. I hate the name. Um, name It's very, um, like millennial, you know, you know, like like, creepily, um, like rosé all day. Yeah. Like it sounds like some fucking like skinny girl margarita or whatever. Like, yeah. Tourista. Gross. Yeah. Tourista. I hate it. Um, anyway, so she starts, uh, she's one of the main travel agents for that company and she has been dating and she lives in LA and she's been dating her boyfriend, John, for like five years, which I don't mean to say that anyone has, um, that, that any timeline is wrong for a relationship. But I will just say if I have been dating someone for five years and I haven't, and I, and I think that they're going to propose to me and we don't even live together. Like that's kind of wild to me. I I don't (laughs) know. (laughs) Like how much money do these people make? Because like, well, you're two grown adults paying two full rents every month, you know, like unless they already own their places outright, because like, why would you not consolidate there? But yeah, Anyhow, (laughs) 
and they they can't i mean they can't so um anyway she believes that her boyfriend john is going to propose to her on the the first night that we are introduced to this character um so she's very excited and uh actually the answer is no he is not only not proposing to her he has decided to take a job in ohio (laughs) yes and instead of inviting her to come with him at the very least he proposes a hiatus of like a year um i think that i personally would have committed murder but that's beside the point (laughs) we're trying to get through this summary Um, so she is very upset and distraught. So she goes into work the next morning, very upset and distraught. And her boss, who are also, who is also like kind of her best friend, they have a very strange relationship. Um, the <laughs> boss is like, you know, this is j- just what you need. You go to Vietnam and spend, I think she's, I think she's there for like a week or two. And fuzzy on the details of of the subterfuge involved with this movie (laughs) but essentially she is supposed to go and experience a um local tourist uh guide like a guided tour i I, what is i don't know what it's a group tour it's like yeah it was like there and like like a local tour company called like silver saigon or something that has buses and stuff yeah because they want to break into the apparently roaring tourist market that is vietnam and they need to like they need to take over a place on the ground to absorb it into Teresa. So she's there as like a secret yeah. shopper to check it out and see if they want to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is, it's going up on sale, but the um, love interest that she has, who is the main tour guide uh, for this company, he does not know that it's for sale. So she, there already is like, she comes in with like something that she's hiding. Right. So she doesn't like talk about her job. Um, so she, she lands in Vietnam in, I believe it is in Ho Chi Minh City. Um, she lands and that's where she meets, uh, Sin. Is that his name? Yes. Right? Sin. Yes. Played by S-I-N-H. Scott And yes. And my God, let me just say, he is hot. <laughs> um, Sadie, this is when, and al- that's allow it. me to interrupt your your summary for just a moment to say, when Sadie told me she wanted to watch another Netflix rom-com after that last Reese Witherspoon, <laughs> Ashton Kutcher monstrosity we watched, I was super dubious. But then this guy walked into the frame and I was like, okay, all right, here I am. Let's go, tourist guide to love. I am, I am present now. Yeah, he is really hot. Okay, sorry for the interruption, Sadie. Please carry on. Yeah, he's very hot and he's... He's very charming. Um, so essentially, she just goes on this tour and he teaches her to loosen up. She learns about the culture and inadvertently learns a lot about herself. It's very eat, pray, love. <laughs> um, and she, they end up kind of falling for each other and they kiss. He like takes them to his home, vill- his like his hometown, his village. Um and this actually confused me. He's he was raised in America, um, and but his you know his family is from Vietnam. Um, that confused me because I was like, why does he have like a Bronx accent almost? <laughs> like I was like, I, 
I was so confused by that, but it, um, it, 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 it they, she, like, um, I only like realized that like at the end of the movie, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And it wasn't just like a complete oversight. Oh my God. We anyway, will come back to that when discussing the actor here shortly. Yes. Could just put a pin in that. Please, okay. Okay. So, um, they kiss and it's like, there are a lot of moments in this movie that are cringy in that very like lifetime Netflix rom-com kind of way. But there are a few scenes like that man can capital K kiss. Right. Like those scenes were good. It really was. Out, I was like, wow. Sadie, like, the- oh, I was invested. I was like, he knows he's only got like limited kiss time on screen in this movie. And this man is going to make the most of it. And like Rachel Lee Cook is yeah. just like there and lucky. Like, yeah, like he was really he was driving that scene (laughs) it was really hot um so anyway she decides to tell her boss that yes they should purchase uh silver saigon which the only reason that she did recommend that is because there were several other companies that were sniffing around um but the thing is is that he wanted to own the company like he had told her that he was planning to purchase it at some point or like take it over like from his uncle um he did not know that his uncle was going to sell it though um so it comes out in a very oh and i forgot the worst part her (laughs) fucking ex-boyfriend shows up and is like i'm her boyfriend and it's like no you're not like And, like, for her in that situation, because, like, he made it seem like she had been lying to Sin the whole time. Yeah. And, like, Sin, rightfully so, was, like, confused and, like, was, like, were you cheating on me? But, like, she did nothing wrong in in the relationship part of all of this. Like, she... He broke up with her or well, like I, I, it was very clear that they were done. And then this guy just like comes crawling back. And by that, I mean, he flies like 16 hours to <laughs> Vietnam. Oh, um, by the way. And this ex-boyfriend. And tries to, like, yeah, he is, he is Ginsburg from Mad Men. Just so you have the appropriate picture in your mind here. All right. Carry on. Yes. Yes. Um, and she actually has a really solid, um, discussion with, with John, with the ex-boyfriend where she's basically like, you know, if you have to like buck up in order to get married to me, like it's not going to work. Like we deserve better, you know, all of this. It was a very mature response. I would have been much more of a bitch, but that's just me. (laughs) Um, And so she wraps the whole John thing up in a clean, tidy bow and then everything seems to be good, but then she has to make a decision. They do purchase Silver Saigon. It comes out uh, that her company purchased the, oh, yeah. the tour company. And fucking and- John busts her out about that in front of everybody, too. Oh, <sighs> yes. My God. He was the worst. Like, I, um, I'm astounded at her maturity. You can tell that we're going to have a that. hard time. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a hard time arguing for John. But um, anyway, Sin is is obviously very upset. It's a very fraught scene that I did have to mute because I was so um, <laughs> nerve-wracked watching it. Um, but then at the end, she decides to go after Sin. Um, she tells him that, like, yes, Tourista bought the company, but you, like, we want you to run it kind of thing. And yeah. then they like make she out talks and like her boss Bessie and to put him in charge. I 
Oh yeah, she has to cross the street with yeah. all of the so, motorcycles going by to get to him in the big final chase scene, and then yeah. they kiss again. So Jen, what did you think of this? Give me your thoughts. Sadie, I enjoyed this. I I did not regret my one, one hour and 30 minutes spent watching this movie. It is very much a rom-com. Like I, I am going to remember nothing about this later except for how hot the actor who played Sin was and how glorious the Vietnamese scenery uh, is. But it was pleasant and diverting. Yeah. Like it had like rom-com ridiculousnesses, you know, like the boss best friend compressed into one to save us, you know, time and space in that 90 minute slot. And, uh, you know, yeah. like, uh, like some things about her job and her whatever, you know, that you just kind of let it sail over your head because it's a rom-com. But none of them were very like, I can't, nothing is coming to my mind anyway, were like particularly upsetting, you know, like sometimes and you say to, you know, I'm picky about rom-com licensures with the truth sometimes, you know, like with reality. But this one, I thought it was quite tolerable. I thought the chemistry between Rachel Lee Cook and Scott Lee, by the way, is the name of the actor, um, was really good. Uh, he he was amazing. Cannot say enough good about him. And I really liked, you know, even though it's in like such a frivolous movie and kind of is sort of giving you like, uh, you know, a white American's view of visiting Vietnam. It was nice to see Vietnam portrayed as like a glam, desirable tourist destination where we're getting the, you know, we're like seeing everything like is like fun and cute and it, it got the eat pray love treatment which was fun you know so i i enjoyed it a lot yeah. we even like our little cast of side characters where there was like nothing unpleasant about this movie except for john's oh, uh, yeah. visit to vietnam there were some um, yeah they had they had a bunch of other um uh I don't know, like people who were also on the tour and there was a lot of cute, like little side characters, like um, an old couple who are finally going on their honeymoon after like 40 years. And then like um, two moms and their precocious teenage daughter who hits it off with this other teenage guy who's like traveling solo. Um, and it's just very cute. It's very fun. They're a small part of it, but overall a very cute addition. It reminds me of um, a movie that no one else remembers. And I'm going to rem uh, Google this to make sure that this is where, yes, it was called My Life in Ruins. And it starred Nia Vardalos, who was the star of My Big Fat Greek Wedding. And it's basically her in Ath or Rome or Athens. And she runs like a tourist business, um, a tour guide business. And she has this like really wacky cast of characters that she's taking on this tour of the city or of the countryside or whatever. And then she falls in love. Um, Sadie, but, I get it. Know, My I, life I love, in I love ruins. a tourist-based movie. Oh, like in the like ruins yes. of like ancient Athens or wherever. Oh, that's a great punny title. Okay, that is... <laughs> so true. <laughs> we already touched on this, but my probably my major beef with this movie is its title. Like what is up with like, does AI just create the Netflix rom-com titles? Know. Because I can never been able to remember a single one. Like Sadie will text me the name of the Netflix rom-com that I'm supposed to watch, it will not stick in my brain at all. Like just complete, oof, like there and gone. 
I had to look it up. Yeah. So we could say it for the, the title of the episode here. <laughs> but, but yeah, and it kind of I wish that it had a cuter, punnier title like that, because it was a fun little movie. And it sort of sucks that, you know, they're always so long. Yeah. What was the one with, you know, like, I, I just Reese Witherspoon? God, I can't even remember. And you know, how much money? Oh, no, I don't even <laughs> you know. I can't. <laughs> we did this like last month. I can't month. even remember. <laughs> I can't remember at all. And like, <laughs> <laughs> see, I, um, no, I don't remember. I have not a clue. And like this, I couldn't remember this movie. I've watched the movie this morning. I have looked at the title of this movie. I've looked it up like five times today already. And like a tourist's guide to love. What? I don't, that tells me that I, anyway, I don't know. That's ridiculous. And so it may yeah, be difficult I, to find in future because of that. Just look up like Rachel like, Lee. Quitman's. I feel like, I mean, and I absolutely hate, hate the name Turista, but literally if they just named it Turista, it would have been We could have remembered it. Yes. <laughs> At least it would have been like shorter and more memorable. Um, yeah. Or God, if you're going to yeah. go with I, like. You know, I, I will say I have all, I'm doing a pivot. Is that oh, okay that's with you? fine. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm through with the brainstorming new titles. I. <laughs> I'm like, you good? You good? <laughs> I'm fine. It's called A Tourist <laughs> Guide to Love. That is um, what it is. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> unfortunately. So I just want to get on my soapbox momentarily and say, I have always felt like Rachel Lee Cook is such a hot person and also such a, an interesting actress and it always kills me that she never, you know, like she, she's not, she's not to the same level of fame as like Reese Witherspoon. Um, and I always feel, or like Freddie Prince Jr. And I always feel like that's a big misstep because she's so, and like to a lesser extent, um, Sarah Michelle Gellar, speaking of Freddie Prince Jr., like Rachel Lee Cook, Sarah Michelle Gellar, you know, they, they're so hot and they don't get a ton of work, especially now. Yeah. Um, I think that like Reese Witherspoon. Sarah Michelle Gellar was definitely in more things, but. Yeah. I think that Reese mostly gets around that by, because she started her own production company specifically to produce, you know, vehicles that she can work in. And that is kind of horrifically depressing that it would take that much of a step for an actress in, but Rachel Lee Cook's only, she's not that much older than me. She would have been, she's 40 so she would have been like a senior in high school when I was in middle school. She's 43. She okay. was like, she was the age, I guess, like that I was actually and seeing of her character in She's All That when it came out. Wow. A teen playing a teen. What a concept. And and see, <laughs> and see, I, I think about, so I have two things to say with this. I feel like Rachel Lee Cook is kind of has a very similar acting style to K-Stu, our Lord and Savior, (laughs) Kristen Stewart. Um, But I feel like she just, she hit at the wrong time. Like she was, like people loved her and she's all that. And then I didn't see as much traction. I really wish that I had because every time I see her in a thing, um, I'm always like, damn, I wish that Rachel Lee Cook was in more stuff. Um, So that's the first thing that I have to say. Second thing I have to say, I do feel like one critique of this movie is that they suffer from this illness where the characters don't know what age they are. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Because I don't feel like, let's just assume that this character is the same age as Rachel Lee Cook in real life. Or let's just say she's a clean 40, right? Mm -hmm. I don't see a woman who is, I don't see anyone who is that age 
and is in a situation ship for five years. <laughs> like I really don't. I really don't. Like I, I, I think that it would have been much more realistic if they were like living together. You know, all these things. And if during the breakup, they ex- like she explicitly talks about like, what do you mean you're not ready? Like, what do you mean you're you're leaving me? Like we like we are at an age where you don't get to just fly away. You know, yeah. to Ohio for a year and just put things on hiatus you know like this like we're it's clear that even though you know we're the same age you have an entirely different set of you know uh, of milestones with you you know i just wish that they had gotten a little bit more into that but oh sorry man i thought it, I just it buzzed know. out for Jen, a second what do you think no i concur there's a little bit of total indeterminism to the ages of any of the triangle members in this movie that i guess like maybe theoretically is, is it probably it, it probably is like an ai written script to generate broader appeal or something but it is weird knowing how because rachel lee cook looks so young that it's difficult to tell so does the ginsburg guy and sadie do you know how old the the actor who plays sin is in real life i looked it up for this reason tell me because i thought that it might be like that he was supposed to be younger than her or something i was assuming he was going to be in his early 30s he is 45 yeah so yeah so you have people (laughs) you've got like people who are you know the better part of a decade older than i am now and i don't feel super young at 37 who and you know like i guess if they were if the characters had been sketched differently i will give you that that there there absolutely are people in five-year situationships when they're when they're 45 like you know like that is not like even that rare of a thing but these characters weren't particularly presented as trying to find themselves you know um rachel lee cook's character and john they were very like you know they're professionals who wear little suits around and are seemed like very staid and settled they were presenting them much more as like people in their like late 30s, early 40s, you know, in in the Hollywood mind or whatever. And then Sin, like I could have bought that he was a little bit because the thing that kind of sparked off my wondering about that is that like at one point she asks him how long he's been doing the tourist business. And he says, oh, not that long, only five, six years. And I was like, well, how old are you to think that five or six years is not that long of a time? But he's kind of in his like, like he they give him enough backstory that like he has life experience that could have filled that. And then he kind of discovered that this is like his purpose and his motivation. And like, that's why he wants to take over the company someday, because he loves showing off, you know, the beauty of his home country. Um, after, you know, his time away growing up in the United States or whatever. I don't know. They argue about Girl Scout cookies at one point. He likes Thin Mints. I don't remember what she likes. I like Tagalogs. But <laughs> but yeah, it definitely seemed like a plot that could be more like people in their early 30s. And by rom-com standard, you would expect her character to be like, oh my God, you wasted five years of my time. But instead, it's just sort of like a non-issue. Maybe because if you're like any of these three people who were featured in this movie, though, Sadie, time just doesn't touch them or count. Like, I can't imagine Rachel Lee Cook looking any different when she's 100 mm-hmm. years old. So maybe this is just a movie about immortals who are accountants and travel <laughs> agents. No, I mean, I mean, they're, they definitely, I'm always really careful, not careful, but like, I definitely don't believe in this concept of like, 
of like whenever someone says they're 40 and they're like, oh my God, you don't look a day over 25 or whatever. Cause it's like, like you don't have to look a certain way to be a certain age. You know what I mean? But what I will say is if I saw Rachel Lee Cook on the street, I would think that we were around the same age. (laughs) That is what I would say. Um, And I, I would try to, I would, I would, I would shoot my shot. (laughs) Um, And the same with sin. Like I, I think that, but God, they were so hot. I'm literally like that. I was like, wow, I really am bisexual. Um, <laughs> yeah, this movie is but, like a bisexual delight for the eyes, truly. But I, do you know what I mean when I say I just hate how Rachel Lee Cook has been so sidelined, I feel. I do, Sadie. And I really wish that she hadn't. I'm looking at her IMDb right now. See, Rachel Lee Cook seems more ubiquitous to me in my mind because I was like that perfect age. Like like I was in middle school when She's All That came out. And when what I I argue for a micro generation may have made an even greater cultural impact was her This Is Your Brain on Drugs uh, PSA where we watched Rachel Lee Cook like in a black and oh white filter smash up a kitchen like uh, with a frying pan and like it's like she like puts this egg down right and it's like this is your brain and then she like completely absolutely fucking like rage room wrecks this kitchen with like a cast iron skillet and then smashes the egg and it's like this is your brain on drugs and it's like, and it, it was a very impactful <laughs> oh my God. ad uh, if you were a middle schooler at that time I'll just say <laughs> but she did that and then she was in Josie I- and the Pussycats and then she's done she's apparently done a ton of voice work in video games and she was on Robot Chicken and stuff oh god not Robot yeah. Chicken <laughs> well I was I was looking at um two two works um one is that I've seen which is Love Guaranteed we did that on this forgot, podcast <laughs> I completely forgot I completely forgot several things one that this movie existed two that she was in this movie and three that we covered this movie on the podcast um, this one was a I, in terms of rewatchability I would say this one 100% oh, yeah. a tourist guide to love um, I found this one to be quite enjoyable love guaranteed was not my favorite um, but also I just never buy Damon Waynes Jr. as like oh yeah he was the love interest I don't know oh my god that was that one yeah. about the dating I app never, I never buy him as like a sincere person no that yes. completely that departed yes, my brain Jen. Sadie I remembered that we had seen her in two things and I have a feeling you're about to debut the other one too so I'm not going to say it yet but I, I remembered hazily that we had talked about a recent rom-com. Of oh hers. no! I, I, <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll do. I'll get into that next. Well, time. I mean, we. <laughs> but yeah, all I can remember about that. Well, movie we also saw her in is Samantha pointing that, out the fake but... leaves falling on the. When we started watching this one, yes. I was wondering. Because Samantha has attuned me somewhat to like paying like at least half-assed attention to like whether the movie is filmed in the actual city or not. And then impressively, like they really did film all over Vietnam for this one. But Love Guaranteed, I think they were like filming in Toronto and saying it was LA or something. I can't even remember. But yeah, they were like CG leaves. Yeah, I um. Oh God! So there's love guaranteed, and then she started. Yes. She's all that. Well, she wasn't the star, but she was the mom. Oh, they 
and he's marketed to us. I don't count that because she's definitely not the main character. That was awful. I definitely feel like she was just like, oh. She was just there so that they could like put her face on (laughs) Um, the promotional materials in that. That, I remember more of that movie that I wish I could forget. Like that, like why this girl is like singing at a party, like like she's a pop star at the beginning is still beyond me. Okay, let's go back to forgetting about that. (laughs) I, the thing that I needed to get off, that I needed to bring up is last year she starred in a movie called Spirit Halloween the movie produced in partnership with the Spirit Halloween retailer. It's a supernatural horror film starring Rachel Lee Cook and Christopher Lloyd. (laughs) Oh my god. Wait, I'm clicking. Oh my god. It's listed as Spirit Halloween on IMDb. Straight up. How did they get the rights to that? Well, it's literally it was created. It's like produced by by Spirit Spirit Halloween. Made the movie? Oh, I've got to watch this, Sadie. Yes. Wait, I just also have to confess, if you Google Spirit Halloween the movie and you scroll down to the Wikipedia page, the image that shows up is a random Toys R Us part. <laughs> I'm going for it now. <laughs> and it is not, in fact, the Spirit Halloween the movie post. <laughs> um, I don't know if oh my God. just a glitch that is on No, you're not kidding. The Wikipedia image is a picture of a random Toys R Us, also a franchise that has long been out of business. Why is it there? Where is that? Oh my God. If you click through to the article, I don't even see that image on the page, but that's definitely the Google image. (laughs) Toys R Us is haunting Spirit Halloween, the movie's Wikipedia page. (laughs) Oh my God. It's only 80 minutes to ideal, even better than 90 minutes. Wow. You know, and it only got got 54 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not terrible. Good for you, Spirit Halloween. What, what part does Wait, Rachel Lee this? Cook play in this? I think she's like the mom. Okay. Of oh, and here we go. Uh, she's Sue, Jake's mother and a recently remarried widow. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Amazing. Wait, okay, I have a question. Is this, is it animated? Is it animated? No. No. Uh, It's on video on demand. Hang on. I feel like I... I, I Let's do a Google image search. I feel like we should watch it. Yeah, next week, Sadie. (laughs) I feel like... It's May. Perfect time for Spirit Halloween. Yeah. No, no, we do My Life in Ruins. Okay, then then Spirit Halloween. Okay, yeah, I'm down. Sounds good to me. (laughs) No, it looks like this is... Oh, of course, they've got to show off some Spirit Halloween merchandise, like (laughs) these masks and stuff. Oh my god! You know, you could probably just go in a spirit Halloween and film this. Not to like entire entirely, (laughs) not to entirely, uh, and they probably did, but um, not to entirely derail this. But um, another movie that this this movie, A Tourist's Guide to Love, reminded me of um, that movie, The Ramen Girl. It was made in two thousand eight, and it starred uh, Brittany Murphy. Do you remember that? I do not. I am unfamiliar. Oh, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna clarify, uh, much more, um, I won't say disrespectful of the culture because it it was set in Japan, not disrespectful, but it was a little appropriative. So if you can get past the very 2008, uh, nature of it, it is kind of a somewhat similar thing, but a little bit more grungly, like grungy, um, 
because Brittany Murphy, she like moves there to be with her boyfriend who took a job uh, in Tokyo. And then he immediately dumps her and kicks her out of the apartment. And so she's like homeless for a minute. And then she um, finds like a ramen shop that would like take her in for the night. And then she like learns how to make ramen. And then she falls for like this uh, patron, like this guy that comes, comes um, to the ramen shop. I remember um, having mixed feelings on it, but it did. But this movie did remind me of it, of this just base concept of like white woman goes to a, a country. Um, I got nervous for a minute in this one, and, and that they were about to do the whole, you know, ew, weird food or what with that scene with the durian fruit. But the point was that like Rachel Lee Cook is the only one who's kind of, who makes a face about the smell and stuff. And they're like, no, it's really good. Try it. Like it smells, you know. I know, I know. I thought yeah, that but too. And then she eats it and like makes the point like, oh, this is really good, you know, and they kind of, and then they only ever have John, of course, like showing him to be the villain, kind of saying dismissive stuff about the culture that, you know, Oh, the funny little puppets, you know, and weird food type. Yeah, like, like he's clearly in the wrong, you know. I don't. They didn't like show it yeah. as like it's supposed to be like I don't know a lovable and quirky thing to make fun of other people's food or whatever. Um, so I mean, yeah, for I mean, the bar so is in hell, I, but like Netflix stepped over it like with room to spare. Yeah. My question is, well, I'm going to say what I think, because I was kind of um, surprised that they didn't do a like one year later and like show like a cute little um, scene of her like helping run the. Yeah, the, the <gasps> they could have figured out them. how to properly kind of uh, paddle that- around the boat together. They could have showed them doing that. That would have been amazing. Yes. Damn, missed opportunity. I think this is like a cute, I think it would have, it would have fit really well. Cause I think there's no way that she's not going to move to be with him. Um, that would be because it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of LA that she would miss. Yeah. Her best friend is her boss. <laughs> so at least she could like split time at the, at, in worst case scenario, like she could spend part of the year staying with him, you know, like, I don't know, working on their, their Saigon site there you know of to god this poor man though he's gonna have to yeah. put up with like his family's business being renamed Teresa. and it was weird again you know one of those things that you just let flow over you because you want to enjoy the end of the rom-com kiss weird that it's framed as like a happy ending that like the corporation the american corporation buys out the local tourism business no, i thought yeah. that too <laughs> Like, it's okay. You'll still keep it your job. Me, it, it's kind what, of the, you know, like, okay. <laughs> it's what it, it it's what never sat right with me about uh, You've Got Mail. Is that, like, I guess I'm supposed to be happy at the end, but I can't stop thinking, like, she had to shut down her really cute, small, family-owned, independent bookstore in favor of, like, a books-a-million. And, like, that's just how life is. And then she's just like, oh, you. And, it, like, I'm just like... I- I always hated the the end of that movie. It just felt a little bit sobering um, and like realistic, not in a good way where I was kind of like, oh, I don't like how this is framed as like, that's okay. You should get in bed with the (laughs) person who like shut down your mom's beloved store. Yeah. Um, And that's somewhat how I feel with this. It's... uh, 
in my opinion, it's a little bit better objectively, like not when you factor in like the, oh, this is an American company, but like, at least it was a situation where like there, it was the best alternative. Yeah. There were other or like their personal situations, like Sin is going to keep his job. He's going to be basically doing what he would have been doing, you know, where, whereas I guess he would have just been out of job otherwise, you know? But yeah, so if you can kind of, uh, yeah, uh, again, as we have, we as we've established, the bar is in hell. If you can ignore the colonialism of it all for a minute, like. <laughs> The happy ending. But I did have some beef, Sadie. They panned away. They they did their little drone shot pull away from that kiss at the end too fast because we only got two kisses in this movie. And the first one was so good that I was waiting for the end of the movie kiss. We're, we're paying the price of having to be happy for the Therese to buy out to get this happy ending. And then they barely give us a second on the kiss before it goes to credits. And I think that they should have been a little yeah. more generous with that. So Jen, yes, Sadie. is it time to rate? It is almost you, time to rate. Uh, really quickly before we do, I want to bring everyone's attention once again to the hotness of the actor who plays Sin, uh, Scott Lee, um, which is uh, L-Y. And because this, I looked him up, uh, this is his first major role. He's had, so he uh, was born in Houston, um, Sadie. His parents, he's like the youngest of four children. Hang on, let me bring up his little bio here again to make sure that I'm not misquoting anything. So after the fall of Saigon in the Vietnamese uh, in the Vietnamese War uh, in 1975, his family uh, were refugees. They escaped by boat from the country, and so he is the first of his family to be born in America. Um, the you know first gen American citizen here. So he was raised in in California, and he is like apparently a big sports guy. So he's been on like he's had. Small small roles where he's just appeared on an episode or two of a bunch of TV shows, but this is his first big starring role. And like, holy moly, I don't know, you know, that like a Netflix show gives you that much leverage in, you know, the, uh, you know, the landscape of today's entertainment buffet options or what, you know, in, in your career as an actor. But I really hope this guy gets some more roles off of this, like to that we get, we get to see him in more rom-coms yes. because woof, like he is the takeaway away from this movie like yes the the countryside scenery of vietnam great rachel lee cook getting a paycheck even you know like well i i'm not gonna say better about that i think she's probably fine but yes wonderful let's pay rachel lee cook let's get her in more things but scott lee like everybody do yourselves a favor and just watch just for that just for him so it's a solid five stars (laughs) five out of five for scott lee perfect flawless scott lee just keep doing what you're doing excellent um, you know, I'll give, I'm going to give Rachel Lee Cook a 4.75 out of 5 for, I think she was really doing the best that she could with what she had to work with, which is a pretty thin plot, you know, but she is delightful. Great to see her in this. Probably very easy to feel chemistry with Scott Lee. And you know what? I will even give the the guy, the Ginsburg character who played John a 4 because, oh, solely because I just Googled this and saw that the actor gave a little interview with a Vietnamese newspaper talking about how much he loved visiting there and the food and the country and it was amazing so good for him he got to participate in this too even though his character was kind of terrible oh as far as our stated other guy mission i could only think of one single point in john's favor i was trying to channel samantha sadie 
to bring her spirit to the podcast today. Spirit Halloween of okay. Samantha. This, yeah. she would have <laughs> this loved is the John. only thing I could think of. Yes. Rest in peace, Samantha. Is that, that you would have loved Especially John. after having to just come through this tax season a little over a week ago. That John is an accountant and apparently enjoyed doing Rachel Lee Cook's character's taxes for her. Yeah. So, so true. <laughs> I... <laughs> that I was thinking about that. I was like, you know, I would put up with, with a lot. Like I would put up with like more than I'm comfortable. Like saying. I mean, okay, like Sin like has fiery chemistry. You know, they're gonna have an amazing like physical intimacy. Uh, you know, clearly he's fun and spontaneous and passionate and can expose you to you know like his like another culture and like open up your life and expand your horizons. He's got all that going for him. But John can do your. Fun fucking taxes in the United States. And that is not a small thing to be sniffed at. <laughs> but I'm still going to give Sin the win there because Scott Lee, Gosh. again, Scott Lee wins the five out of five yeah. stars. John just gets four. The movie rated on the scale of what, that this is a Netflix rom-com. I like, I find it hard yeah. to give any Netflix rom-com that I've seen a five out of five I probably have at some point and don't remember because I don't remember any of them, but I'll, I'll give this one a four out of five because it was not, I don't, I still, I can't really remember yeah. what happened in the Reese Witherspoon, Ashton Kutcher one we watched recently, but I remember that it was so unpleasant to watch and kind of like ruined my day afterwards that by comparison, this movie was a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So four out of five. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I'm going to give it uh, a zooming Vespa motorcycle <laughs> uh, moped items uh, out of five. And I agree. Like, it, it's it gives a great everything with a scale, right? So, like, you can't grade When Harry Met Sally, which had, like, a larger budget, but more, I mean, not a larger budget, but, you know... It, what am I trying to say? You know, I mean, they're, they're not on the same scale. You know, there's not as much. I doubt that that people spent like multiple years writing this script. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, In fact, I would so say that you can never like, with these movies, I always feel like the there's stuff way. that like probably the writers have come up with even better stuff. But like somebody in a boardroom somewhere is purposefully turning the dials down on everything because they want it to be sort of as bland as possible in many ways. So yeah, like on yeah, yeah on that scale, we're <laughs> no, you know, not not as much spice, yeah. not as much flavor to the Netflix rom-coms. We have to judge them against each other rather than the broader palette of life. Four out of five, not bad. Sin hot. I would rewatch this. I would just put it on in the background while I was doing things. And that's, that is a great place for a Netflix rom-com to live. You know, Sadie, I'm going to blow your mind by actually even agreeing with you that I might even put this movie on as a background movie because it's not going to like distract you yeah. from what you're doing if you don't want to be distracted. But if you want to look up and see a little flirty moment between Rachel Lee Cook and Scott Lee, then boom, there you have it. Now, Jen, what wonderful, beautiful Vietnamese travel destinations would you like to go to with our podcast? Oh, I mean, I would really probably like to visit everywhere that was shown in this movie. Although I might be a little bit uncomfortable to stay in someone's personal family home without my arrival even being announced first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I'm ready to meet grandmother yet. 
but yeah definitely would like it like so much of the scenery in this was so fun i would like to go to the market i would like to go to the beach i would i would like to visit like oh i would love to visit those one ruins that i originally thought that they were going to kiss in but they didn't yeah it was great anyway uh you can find us in the much sadder um, locale of twitter.com uh, at YSSTOG if you would like to reach out to us. <laughs> I was going to say... Oh. oh, go ahead, Jen. Go ahead, Jen. I was literally going to say, go to the go to the worst the worst locale, which is our Twitter page, since you can't go to, like, the Golden Hand Bridge. <laughs> yeah. I mean, our page isn't the, the worst page on Twitter itself, gonna, but Twitter is the worst. <laughs> I'm going to post... I'm going to post the Spirit Halloween... Toys R Us parking lot <laughs> in pitch for all to see. Please do. Um, LOL. <laughs>